We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So number one step is come to me. Come to Jesus. Now, let's talk about that for a minute. We're talking about how to keep yourself from the wicked one. It's not something that God does. It's something that you do because you found out how to activate the power of God through the Word of God and be a doer of God's Word. Now, John says, He that is born of God keepeth himself, and the wicked one toucheth him not. So, number one, To keep yourself from the wicked one, you must be born again. Jesus told Nicodemus in John the third chapter, you must be born again. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. So you must be born again. If you're not born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Now that's why there are many people that are educated. They're educated beyond their intellect. They really are. They're educated also beyond their human spirit. In other words, they got more education in their head than they do in their spirit, so they can't see the things of God. Somebody said they've got too much education. No, it's lack of education. They got head knowledge, but they don't have any education in their spirit. Unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. You can't perceive it. Now, 1 John chapter 4. Let's look at verse 4. John makes this statement. He said, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Ye are of God. If you've been born again, if you've made Jesus the Lord of your life, he says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You missed a good place to shout. Is the greater one within you? Well, then it's not our ability, it's the greater one that's in us that causes us to keep ourselves from the wicked one. It is the power of Christ inside you that gives you the strength and the power to overcome. Now, how are you born again? Titus chapter 3 verse 5 says, Not by works of righteousness which we have done. It's not works of righteousness, but it is... By the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Now let's talk about that for a minute, because I think it's important that we understand this. When Adam was put in the Garden of Eden, Adam had everything that he needed in that garden. But you know, it only took him three chapters to mess it all up. God gave him dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now, you know, that's good news just to know you have dominion over creeps. Because there's a lot of creeps in this world. But you see, he failed to exercise dominion over the snake that came in the garden. And he lost his authority, turned it over to the devil, and the devil became the god of this world. And then Adam was subordinate to him, and he lost the power charge of his spirit. Now, see, the Bible says Adam walked and talked with God in the garden. He walked and talked with him in the garden. So there was 
Adam's spirit communicating with God, who is a spirit. But when he sinned, he lost that power charge of his spirit. His light went out. His candle went out. And then God had to deal with him on a natural level. Now, when you're born again, it is the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. A measure of the Holy Spirit is inserted into the human spirit and causes the recreation of the human spirit. Causes your spirit to become a new creation, a new creature that never existed before. Now, let's explain it this way. Then bring it down on a natural level where you can see it. Jesus always did that. He'd give you a natural illustration. If someone had a radio in here, you know, and someone brought their tape recorder, they didn't have batteries in it, and so they pick up that radio and they take the batteries out of it, put in their tape recorder. Someone comes along, picks up that radio and turns it on. They say, well, this thing's dead. Well, you don't bear it because it's dead, do you? <laughs> you take it to the radio shop or, or, you know, you could take it down there and say, well, this thing won't work. And the guy would open it up and look at it and say, well, the radio's in perfectly good shape. The only problem is the power charge has gone out of it. Now, that's what happened to Adam when he sinned. He lost his power charge with the Holy Spirit. It went from him. And then when a man is born again, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, the power charge was inserted back into the human spirit. And then man was capable of communicating with God the Father. And Paul says, God's Spirit beareth witness with our spirit that we're the children of God. So it is the imparting of God's Spirit into our spirit that causes us to be born again. Now in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul gives us some insight. In verse 17, says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Now, it means all things in the spirit realm, spiritually speaking, have passed away. You become a new creature, a new creation. Now, you know that if a man's bald-headed when he gets born again, didn't grow any hair on his head. But you see, his spirit is changed. He's changed from the inside out. Then you come down to verse 21. For he hath made him, or God has made Jesus, to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. The righteousness of God. Now there are people that will just almost blow a fuse when they hear you say you're the righteousness of God. <laughs> there are people that I've heard of churches, and they call them full gospel churches that won't allow David Engel's tapes to be played in their church because he sang the song, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Now, can you imagine somebody that's supposed to be full gospel now that does not believe that you're the righteousness of God in Christ? Now, listen to what he says. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. It's not our righteousness, it's his righteousness. But it's imputed to us. Everything Jesus did, he did for us. Now, see, many people say, oh, I'm just an old poor sinner saved by grace. Well, you may be an old poor sinner saved by grace, but I'm not. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm a new creation. 
Well, they said, we're saved by grace. That's right, we're saved by grace. And when you got saved by grace, you became the righteousness of God. You didn't stay an old poor sinner. You were an old poor sinner. Because, you see, if you're an old poor sinner saved by grace, you just keep on sinning. A sinner keeps on sinning. Paul said, awake to righteousness and sin not. Do what? Awake to it. When you wake up to the fact that you're the righteousness of God in Christ, you lose the desire to sin. And that's the problem with a lot of the church. They've become too sin conscious and not enough righteousness conscious. You may not look righteous. You may not act righteous all the time, but the Word says you are, so you ought to confess, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. See, the power and the ability to bring that into manifestation is in the speaking it. For whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart, but believe what he's saying will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. That's the way you perfect that image within you, is by decreeing and saying what God said. Someone said, oh, Brother Caps, you must think that you're God just making all these statements and confessing what God said. Well, isn't that what Paul said? Be imitators of God. Be ye followers of God as dear children. Well, if you're going to follow God, you'd have to act like Him, wouldn't you? The word follower there in Ephesians 5.1 is the same Greek word that we get our word imitator, mimic from. You ought to mimic God. You ought to act like Him. You ought to talk like Him. You ought to look a certain amount like God. Well, you're not ever going to be God. That's not what I'm saying. But you ought to act like God. We are His offspring. You know, you ought to look a little bit like your daddy. You ought to talk a little bit like him. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Well, you see, there's people that say, well, now I just don't know. I just don't believe in this name it and claim it bunch. Well, I do. God named it and I claimed it. And whether you like it or not, I'm going to keep on doing it. Because the Word of God admonishes us to be ye followers of God. And God calls things that are not as though they were. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, somebody said, now, Brother Caps, you're just trying to act like God. You're just trying to maneuver God and manipulate God. You're just trying to be God. You're acting like God by saying what God says. Well... All right, let's analyze this a minute. I'm acting like God, saying what God says. Then who are you acting like when you say what the devil says? I rest my case. <laughs> if you're still a sinner saved by grace, you're still in sin. But you see, if you become the righteousness of God, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. And when you sin then you're responsible for that. And 1 John 1, 9 is the route to get rid of that condemnation. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. All of this week, our CD offer number 7211 is our offer this week. CD offer number 7211. It's entitled, How to Keep Yourself from the Wicked One. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. You know, most Christians are asking God to keep the devil off them. 
They're asking God to do what God told them to do. And if we don't do what God told us to do, then we're open game to the enemy. In 1 John 4, verse 4, John says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Talking about the wicked and the Antichrist. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now that's important to know. That the greater one dwelleth in us. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Is there any word in your testimony? Do you know what the word said? Do you know what the word promised? Then over in the fifth chapter of 1 John, it says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? I want to call your attention to verse 4. Whatsoever is born of God. didn't say whosoever, said whatsoever. It's talking about faith that is born of God. Where does faith come from? From the Word of God. Faith is born of God. Now, in verse 1, it says, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is a Christ is born of God. We're born of God because we believe. But that faith is what gives us the victory, and it's what overcomes the world. Faith. Faith in the blood of Jesus. Faith in the work that He did at Calvary. That's offer number 7211. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.